Hello everyone. Welcome to Digital Marketing Kya, the podcast where we keep on sharing some of the informative tools, techniques, case studies and latest updates in digital marketing domain. I am your host Prince Kumar and our guest for today is Christian Lorish. Christian is the founder of Lorish Media. He is currently harnessing the full power of Facebook ads through innovative marketing strategies. In other words, he makes his clients cut through the f- noise fast and simple, leaving their computers wondering, boy, what just happened? For those who want an insight into the mind of a brilliant modern advertiser, every week he shares his most recent marketing and advertising insights through his YouTube channel Pixel Feed. Today, we will try to understand top 10 tips to improve Facebook ad campaign performance from it. Hi Christian, welcome to the show. Hey Prince, how are you? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So I am perfectly found out here and excited to have you on our show. I'm excited to be here. Great. Uh, so Christian, can you just help us understand about your corporate journey? And mainly I will love to know about your YouTube channel. Uh, sure. Uh, my corporate journey, uh, I guess when it comes to digital media, it's not the, the the simple story of like, hey, I just ran an ad and I became a multimillionaire. It's a little bit more complicated than that. And I like to touch on that because I think a lot of people get that story out there because rack to riches, that message sells sells a lot of stuff like courses and businesses and stuff like that. And, uh, and I want to, I want to make sure that people understand this because a lot of people fall for it and they're very few far in between that become rich overnight. And what seems to you as rich overnight, it's not overnight. Facebook was built six years prior. It blew up. So keep that in mind. Okay. So my journey was, uh, was a little bit different, man. I, uh, I had my first, uh, quote unquote, real brick and mortar business when I was 23. Um, I had it until 2009 uh, when the economy crashed here in the US. I don't know where your audience is, but here in the US. And, uh, you know, I was I was young and I was dumb. And this is before, you know, Google, Facebook was what it is now and YouTube and all that. And I was doing sales and marketing. I was always good at sales. My whole life, I've been good at sales. Every job that I had was sales related and marketing related. So I was always good at it. And um, when it when when I lost the business, when I shut down the business, you know, a lot of people owe me money and I had to shut it down. So I paid off my employees and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. So I did. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. And then uh, long story short, um, I was working for a a company in in Florida doing marketing and sales. Um, And uh, that's when I started learning about SEO and, and how that stuff works. And I came across this little course for Facebook ads. It was 300 bucks. And it was a course that my friend uh, Don Wilson made back in the day. Uh, We're friends now, so that's kind of cool. But uh, that's how I got into Facebook ads. And then I started to learn Shopify, branding, products, products on demand, drop shipping, all that good stuff. And I built a couple brands that started with drop shipping. Then I turned them into real brands. I exited those brands. I still have one. I just launched a new one about six months ago. That's, you know, real brands. When I say real brands, it's 
I'm talking about we manufacture everything, we make everything ourselves. It's not, you know, it's a real brand. Um, and then, you know, in between, I've I had people reach out to me. They wanted me to help them with their stuff, with their brand. So I, I did the whole uh, boutique agency side of side of things, where you know we only, uh, it's not a huge agency. We only take, um, you know, a few clients. Uh, our, our book of clients is very small. And I'm the one who's on top of the Facebook ads. So I do have somebody who helps me, but I'm the one who, who, who runs all the ads uh, because I want to keep it small and I want to keep it personal. And I don't have time to have a huge agency. I have no desire whatsoever to have a huge agency. Um, so that's uh, that's where I'm up to now. And then the YouTube channel, I launched it to, uh, you know, get some uh, build my personal brand. And then, uh, you know, people started, you know, like you reach out to me and how much I helped them in their journey. Uh, how much they have learned from me and that's you know that's what keeps me going so that's that's where i'm at today man amazing amazing so when you started this uh youtube channel it was kind of uh two to three years back the youtube channel it says under it started in 2017 but that's not true i mean i'd registered for a youtube channel you know i, I created the account in 2017 but i really didn't start making videos until uh a year a year and a half ago i think it was yeah about a year and a half ago so yeah it's been uh it's been a very tedious process and a long journey and a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be to be honest with you because i'm like yeah i can talk about facebook ads all day right i'll just go up there and make a video but there's a lot more that goes into it um you know because you want people to watch it you want to reach as many people as you can so you got to do seo you got to play with the titles and you got to uh, you know, there's certain things that people are searching for and then you want to uh, craft your content that way so they can find you. Uh, and it kind of sucks in a way because some of that content is not stuff that I want to talk about. You know what I mean? Like my stuff is geared more people that already kind of know what they're doing, hmm. not somebody who's like, how do I set up a business manager? You know what I mean? That's just like, that. I'm not interested in that. Um, and... I'm not a full-time YouTuber. You know, if you go to YouTube, there's people who do other channels that do Facebook ads and, and typical different stuff of digital marketing or, or mm -hmm. focus on drop shipping. And they're like, you know, very well produced and, you know, they have like a team behind and all that stuff. And I just, I don't have time for that. <laughs> you know, I put my money where my mouth is. I record it. Like I, I literally wake up and on, you know, I try to do at least, two to three videos a week. Sometimes I just do one, but it's a matter of like, you know, it could be in a Monday, it could be in a Tuesday, it could be in a Friday. I just like, whenever I have the time, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll shoot a video about this today. And I literally set up the camera. And if you watch my videos, they're literally, most of them, I will say 95% of them, it's one take. Like I just go and that's it. It's just simple. It's just if, I, if we were in the room talking like we are right now, and I'm just talking to you like I'm talking to one of my friends. And if you don't have the patience, to sit through eight minutes, 10 minutes, or even, you know, if it's some of them are 15 minutes to learn and pay attention. Like if you were sitting in a classroom, then you're never going to make it because I could sit there and, and, and have a million edits and try to make it look all pretty to keep your attention. But I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in people who are actually going to sit there, listen, pay attention and watch the whole thing. Definitely. No, you see, uh, you know, I've gone through your YouTube channel and I think so your strength is the content that you have. Means even I have seen the topics of most of the videos, they are very eye-catching that for a common user, let's say if anyone is into the paid ads, for them it is something that will attract them 
to see that those videos. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, like I said, I try to keep the content, you know, and I give it all away. I don't, I don't have a course. <laughs> I do have some free stuff on there to build. You know, I do have some affiliate links, right?、Mm -hmm. I do, but it's stuff that I use personally. But I'm not here to sell you a course. You want a course? My whole channel is a free course.、Okay. So I mean, if I really wanted to sell a course, all I have to do is just take down the whole channel, turn it into a course, and trust me, it will make me a lot more money than YouTube does. Now coming to the topic that we have for today, and that is basically you know tilted towards the Facebook ad campaign. So before coming to that, can you help us understand what kind of businesses that can get good response on Facebook? Because、uh, we have like many platforms. We have Facebook, we have YouTube, we have LinkedIn, and any、uh, you know few other platforms. But then there are some businesses. That might have an upper hand on Facebook. There are some kind of businesses that might have an upper hand on LinkedIn. So, do you think that、uh, there is some criteria or there are some business categories that can get good response on Facebook, or it's a kind of generic that any businesses can get a good?、Uh, not any business. I mean, any business can get results on Facebook, but it's a matter of which one is going to be easier to get results for. Okay. So you got to remember, Facebook is a social media platform. Okay, it's very powerful. I mean, Facebook ads are very, very powerful. But at the end of the day, it's a social media platform. People are not there to buy stuff or to get business services or anything like that. So the best thing, the best type of、uh, ads that are going to work on on、uh, on Facebook, it's going to be DTC brands, and that stands for direct to consumer products or services, right? So think about anything、uh, that people are passionate about. So let's talk about dogs, right? People love their dogs, right? So if you have a product that's、uh, made specifically for dogs,、mm -hmm. it's gonna do great. And if you niche, if you niche down even more to a specific, like let's say breed, like I like to use Frenchies as an example because people love Frenchies, you're gonna sell even more.、Uh, and then if you make that product. Not just a product for that specific type of audience, but you make it a necessity. You will have sales through the roof. Now, if you try to sell services as a, let's say, lawyer,、mm -hmm. right? You can still get results, but the results are not going to be as good as a direct-to-consumer product. Does that make sense? Definitely. So this,、uh, the category that you have highlighted, will definitely help us understand that what can perform well、um, compared to, you know. Uh, other businesses. Yeah, direct to consumer is always going to perform better because you got to think about it. When people are on Facebook, they're scrolling,、mm -hmm. looking at their friends, looking at articles, and when they see your ad, you're actually interrupting their day. When people are in Google, they're actively seeking for something. So that's why on Google, you know, something like lawyers will do a thousand times better than it will do on Facebook because. When do you go to Google to search for a lawyer? When you need one right away, right? So if you're number one, most likely it's, you know you're gonna get results、uh, than Facebook just because oh here's a lawyer, but you don't need one. You know what I mean? It's about you know the, on Google、uh, the audience those who are searching upon they have an intent to take an action, but on Facebook definitely the intent is not to have a purchase. It's more towards having a connection, and、uh, that is why you are, have differentiated. Absolutely, a hundred percent.
so uh, since we will be mentioning about the top 10 tips uh, you know that can improve the facebook ad campaign so we'll be starting with the top 5 so can you help us understand the top 5 tips that plays a major role in improving the facebook campaign performance Number one is going to be your offer. Your offer has to match your audience. If your offer doesn't match your audience, you're not going to get results. So I would say that's number one. Okay. Uh, number two is learning your metrics. You got to learn your metrics. You got to learn your numbers. You got to know your numbers. You got to set up your dashboard. And I have videos about this on my channel. You got to set up your metrics where you can see the cost per click, the CTR, which is click through rate. Uh, what's your add to cart to purchase ratio? Um, you know, outbound links, how many are you getting? How much does it cost you? The CPC. Once you start running ads, you're going to start to see what we call patterns. And that's my next tip. You need to be able to identify patterns because what I, if you, what makes a good media buyer from the, what differentiates a good media buyer from a bad one, it's we're able to identify patterns in an ad account. You know, it's like seeing the matrix. You'll mm -hmm. see like, if you know your numbers, you'll start seeing a pattern of what's working and what's not. And that's what lets you make uh, ne changes as uh, necessary changes in order in order to uh, improve the campaign, right? So the next one, it's gonna be learning Google Analytics. Uh, any good media buyer out there knows how to use Google Analytics to their advantage because you can use what we call UTM tags, unique tracking, uh, meta tags. I think it's, I don't even remember what UTM stands for. I think it's unique tracking meta tags, but I could be hundred percent wrong. Don't take my word on that. Cause mm -hmm. I say UTM all the time. Uh, anyway, UTM tags is the tag that we place on ads and it's how we able to see in our reports where the sales are coming from. And the reason why I push everybody to learn Google analytics is because the Facebook dashboard is not accurate at all. I see accounts that are off by as much as 90%. You know, it, it's not counting most of the sales. So it's very important that you know Google Analytics. And uh, the next tip I would say to improve your uh, your uh, campaigns, it's creative. Testing creatives. Always have fresh creative. Creative is going to be what's going to let you scale your ad account. Without fresh creative and testing multiple creatives at the same time, you're never going to be able to scale your account. Definitely. So since uh, you were mentioning about the metrics that uh, we should be looking upon, uh, so actually I have a doubt in this, uh, you know, a doubt is that uh, like when we run paid campaigns for a few of our clients, we have seen that when we, let's say if you go for a lead generation or something like that. So uh, the metrics when we start or let's say when we start the campaign, the results are a bit high or uh, let's say, you know, it's into the expensive side. But as the campaign keeps on scrolling or keep on running, the campaign performance improves. So is there any metrics or, you know, is there anything that why this, uh, the initial metrics we should not be considering because that is generally somewhere at the higher side. Okay. So you gotta, yeah. So there's metrics you gotta consider, but you know, a lot of people like to focus on one metric. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people out there will say, it's like, oh my God, if my CPM is too high, I'll kill the campaign right away. Mm -hmm. Or if my CPC is too high, I kill the campaign right away. Don't get me wrong. I can go in an account and if it's an account that's been established for years and it's and I know that account inside out, I, if I see the CPM is too high, I can already tell that that campaign might not work. Mm -hmm. So what does that tell you when you, when if your CPM is too high, that means your targeting is off or your audience is too small. Okay. 
So that's one metric that you can use, but take it with a grain of sand. You can't focus on just one metric. CPMs, ATC, I mean, A CPM, CTR, um, you know, those are, are, are North Star metrics just to give you an idea what's going on, but you shouldn't focus on just one. You got to look at a picture of the whole ad account. Actually, I just made a video about this, like, um, I think it was two weeks ago mm -hmm. where I explained, you know, if your if your uh, CTR is low, but your CPC is high, what's the issue? Well, it's creative because you're paying more for a click because people are not engaging with your ad. So what does that mean? That means your creative sucks. You have to change your creative. You know what I mean? So that's the, these are the things you got to know uh, when looking at, a, at an ad account and not just focus on one in one single metric, but look at a combination of all your metrics. So, yeah. So now you have given the top five tips. Now, let us understand the next five tips that marketers should work to enhance their paid campaign performance because most of the time it happens that they have started the campaign. But then there are a few things that they should be working upon in order to keep on optimizing their campaign. So what are a few of the tips that you would recommend out there? Um, honestly, the, the tips that I'm going to give you to enhance your paid campaigns, it's going to be more on the business side of things because mm -hmm. I already gave you the five tips to keep an eye on your campaign for performance and to make mm -hmm. it better. Uh, but this is what most people overlook uh, when launching campaign, especially if they're a new, if they're a new store, right? Mm -hmm. Number one is going to be make sure you focus on conversion rate optimization. What do I mean by that? You need to install uh, an app like Hotjar or Lucky Orange if you're on Shopify and you need to watch a video there this apps they'll record video of your customers going into your store right and you need to watch their behavior and you want you you want to make sure that there's no bottlenecks anywhere in the store like i just mentioned you i launched a, a new brand not too long ago and actually i have a playlist for it on the channel too mm -hmm. and you can see me on there i'm watching i've watched every single video I, I try to watch at least 10 videos a day if i have the time because i want to make sure there's no bottlenecks anywhere in the store and i cannot tell you how many times I'm watching videos and I find little things that will never cross your mind. Like for example, the font was too big on the, on the Zezel offer. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The number was bigger than the actual subtotal of the card. So it was throwing people off. I made that change. My conversion rate went up, right? Uh, you know, sometimes I've noticed that a page is broken on mobile. You know what I mean? I, ca I catch that. A button doesn't show up the right way on mobile. So you start catching these, what we call bottlenecks. Uh, you know, the, the pages are not loading fast enough, right? These are improvements that you can make to your store to get better results that in the long run, it's going to be better for your ad, are going to help your ad campaigns. Because you got to remember, Facebook is just traffic. That's it. Facebook job, job is to bring traffic to your store. Once they lift the platform, Facebook has done its job. Okay, so that's one right there. Focus on the conversion rate optimization. Test different pricing points. Test different shipping costs. Test different placement uh, button colors, descriptions. I mean, split test everything when it comes to your store. The layouts, everything. Uh, another another thing that you need to focus on is your AOV, average order value. Guess what? If your cost per acquisition is $25, just to throw an, a, a number out there, and the mm -hmm. cost for your product is $19.95, Guess what? You're losing money. You're yeah. never, you're never gonna make money. So what do you, what do you need to, you need to do? You need to bring your average order value up. So how do you do that? 
you start testing new upsells, you add new products, you, you create bundles. Think about, you know, when you go to McDonald's, you can either buy the burger by itself or you can give away the combo with fries and a Coke for a discounted price. What are most people going to do? They're going to go for the combo, right? You got to do upsells and downsells. You got to concentrate on bringing that average order value up as high as you can. Another metric that people don't focus on, it's LTV. That's lifetime value per client, right? If, for example, the new brand that I just launched not too long ago, you know, it's Facebook is so expensive right now uh, because of everything going on. And our average CPA at the moment, since it's a brand new ad account and it's a very competitive niche uh, and not niche down enough, uh, you know, it's very expensive, right? It's a very expensive vertical. So my average CPA on the account right now with everything I've been testing is it's anywhere from $60 to $100. And you're going to sit here and you're going to be like, holy crap, that's a lot. And here's the kicker. My average order value is between $70 and $100 and the median being around $75.80. Okay, so anybody will be like, oh my God, you're losing so much money. Yes, I'm losing money up front, but guess what? I got my emails set up my back end we all mm-hmm. we make offers over email so our lifetime value per client is anywhere from 300 to 500 dollars in a three-month period so i know i know and, and we have a, a rate of 63 percent people that come back so i know because of my numbers that i can get away with spending up to 200 dollars to acquire that client so see mm-hmm. it's all numbers once you figure out the numbers you can you can spend more to win so like in the famous words of Dan Kennedy, he, whoever spends the most wins and that's how you win. So I don't know. I don't know if that was five tips, but that's what I tell you, right? You know, back end that brings you to the back end, your email. A lot of people don't focus on email, the email list. That's where the money's at. You own your email list. If something goes down, if Facebook bans you, guess what? You still got your email list. If Google bans you, guess what? You still got your email list. So when people are looking to purchase your business, if you want to exit one day, it's not just your sales, it's your data. Why did Skype, uh, why did Skype sell out to Microsoft? Do you think it was because of the technology? Anybody can make a Skype. They bought it because of the users, the data. So your email list, very important. Rightly said, rightly said. During setting up the speed campaigns, there is also, you know, one of the common doubts that most of the marketers have. Like, should they be going with, uh, the automatic placement or the manual placement for their ad campaign. So what do you think is uh, the best strategy that they should be doing? Uh, it changes all the time, but the Facebook algorithm has gotten better. So automatic placements right now, it's going to be cheaper than manual placements. Uh, the more you let Facebook figure out where to place your ad, the better it's going to do most of the time. But you got to test everything. That's the biggest mistake that marketers do while running Facebook ads. They don't mm-hmm. test everything. They do something once and it works. And then, you know, they're like, okay, this is great. Or they do something once and it doesn't work. And they say, oh, Facebook ads don't work. Well, no, you haven't tested anything. I mean, and you know, another thing is no two Facebook ad accounts are the same. So what works in a Facebook ad account doesn't mean it's going to work in yours. That, that's why you go in groups and, you know, in, in groups and people are like, oh my God, this is working so well in my account. And then you see the comments like, it doesn't work for me or it's a lie, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Every ad account is different, so you have to test everything. But as of right now, uh, automatic placement for sure. Uh, Facebook is doing really well, what we call broad targeting. Uh, the more room you give Facebook to optimize, the better. Um, so we try to keep it you know, pretty broad right now, and it seems to be working well. 
So you were mentioning, you know, a few of the mistakes that marketers generally do. That is avoiding doing testing at a regular basis. So what are the few other common mistakes that you have observed that marketers generally do while running Facebook ads? Not having patience and giving up too quickly. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times. Like people don't understand that you have to acquire data. It's a it's a data game. You have to acquire data in order in order for Facebook to do its thing. Especially now after iOS 14, it's a lot harder to run Facebook ads. So you got to give it time. You got to give time to the plat- for the platform to optimize. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it where before iOS 14, I would run a campaign and three I will have three days of nothing. And then on the fourth day, I wake up and it's sell after sell after sell after sell. Uh, another mistake that I see people make is not giving enough budget to exit the learning phase. Now I'm gonna go on the record. I think the learning phase is bullshit, but if you can get out of it, it's you know good for you. But I have accounts that work without exiting the learning phase. Mm-hmm. This is a huge argument out there, and people are gonna go back and forth with it. But if you have the budget to exit the, le- the learning phase. The faster you get out of it, you know it's going to improve a little bit, but it's not going to be a huge difference. Uh, so you gotta you gotta give Facebook time to optimize. You know, gotta, you gotta give it a couple days. You gotta give it a few days. You gotta spend some money, man. You gotta make some money. You gotta spend some money to know what's going on. You know, the days of five dollars a day and becoming a millionaire—that's that, been long gone. You know, that worked when I started. You know. <laughs> Yeah. And I know there's a lot of videos out there that I oh my god I'm drop shipping and I made three million dollars like <laughs> hmm, really you did uh, you know I'm not gonna mention names but actually there's one or two people that are legit but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right right so you have uh, you know highlighted the mistakes that we generally do and I think so this is something that we should be learning upon yeah you need you need to have patience for sure I mean. That, that is the key. That is the key. No one can get a result from day one because it's all about running a campaign and then optimizing it to the next level, to the next level, and then only we can expect that we can achieve a good result. You can get results in the in the first day, and I've seen it many times too, where you launch a campaign and not even 30 seconds later you start you get a sale. Mm-hmm. That, I call it a kiss of death. Every time you get a campaign where you launch it and you get a sell right away, I'm talking about like in minutes or seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mark my words, that campaign will will not work after that. <laughs> so you got to give it, you got to give it time. You got to give it time, and you know, uh, yeah, the the learning phase is a hot topic. But if you have the budget to exit the learning phase, go for it. But don't let it scare you either. Give it time. Even if you're stuck in the learning phase, give it. Nowadays, you got to give it at least like seven days. Like let Facebook do its thing for seven days, even if it's a low budget. You know, have patience and look at your metrics. Learn how to read your metrics. Like I said, that video that I launched like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, it's called like eight tips to make your ads better or something like that. I can't remember. That's the other thing. I launch I launch videos and I can't even remember half of them. But you know, I talk about you know how to read your metrics and the way you read your metrics get, tells you what's going on, what you need to change. Perfect. So you have given a lot of uh, you know advices for our audience uh, to work practically on the paid campaign. Any last piece of advice that you want to help the businesses on how they can optimize their results via the Facebook ads? Uh, look at it as an ecosystem. Don't look at it as just as Facebook ads. You got to look at everything as an ecosystem. What's your organic doing? What's your uh, if, are you running Google ads? How are those doing? 
uh, how's your email campaigns?、So、you gotta you gotta look at it as you know what we call MER market marketing efficiency ra-、uh, ratio.、Uh, it's basically money in money out and and build a whole ecosystem. Don't concentrate just on Facebook ads and build a brand. Build a brand. I don't know who's listening to this, but you know, dropshipping is great to test. You know, I've done it, like to test a product, to test an idea. But as soon as you see it successful, stop everything and go private label and make sure the product is quality and build a brand. Because a dropshipping store, sure, you can turn around and sell it for a few thousand dollars. But guess what? You build a brand, you sell that brand for millions. So think about that. So thank you. You know,、uh, you have given a lot of. Valuable advice today, and most of the advices are a practical implementation, and that is what we should be working upon. So, with this, we have come to the end of today's episode. It was great learning some of the important tips on how we can、uh, optimize our Facebook ads or how we can plan our Facebook ads to achieve great results. Thank you, Krishan, for giving your time, and I look forward to have you again on our show. Absolutely, Prince. Thank you so much. I had a blast.